and welcome to episode 9 of the Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. And I'm your host, Sean. And tonight, we're going to do something special. We just saw... And not sure about special. <laughs> well, maybe. I'll let you be the judge. <laughs> well, we just saw the new Hobbit movie, The Unexpected Journey. Uh, it was released today. It is now December 14th on a Friday, so we figured we'd do an extra special podcast for this to talk about it, since we are such token fans and Lord of Rings fans. Speak for yourself, but I actually thought they pretty good movies. It's got nothing to do with me being I a Tolkien fan. <laughs> <laughs> I just went, those were good movies. <laughs> now I'll read the books. Um, but uh, it, so we, we wanted to kind of give our take on it and uh, let you guys decide whether you want to see the movie or not, or if you want to see the movie and you agree with us or disagree with us. So that's, that's where we're at. So what did you think, Sean? Oh, my God. Ugh. I was, I, middle of the road disappointed. Middle of the road disappointed. Yes, I mean, I, I, uh, well, let's, let's go back. Okay. Let's, let's, let's go back. <laughs> Before the actual movie started, we went to go see the IMAX uh, 3D version. Correct. Mainly because it had a nine-minute preview for Star Trek. Yes. Okay, I want to talk about that one first. Because okay. I, I know people are going to talk about the high, how was the high frame rate. We didn't see that. One person said it looked good, but we had a couple other people say, oh, it was, it was horrible. Like, you couldn't really focus on it. But since we didn't actually see it, we can't really give our opinion on it. But we can give our opinion on what we did see. And what we did see was an awesome nine-minute preview for Star Trek Into the Darkness. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't give you much. It kind of gave you like a little clip of, you know, family, obviously with a sick daughter, and then Benedict Cumberbatch, or the bad guy. Right. You see him, but you don't really know his name. They never really tell you his name, so the mystery is still out there. Or at least um, it might be out there. I'm not looking for it because I want to be shocked. Right. Then the next scene, which was a little lengthier scene, was that uh, they were on a planet trying to stop an exploding volcano. Volcano. And it had like pretty much the whole gang. You know, there was some, some laughs, some good action. I'll throw this out there: Enterprise underwater. Yes, which was I thought was kind of badass. It wasn't, from what I understood, it wasn't crash land. Like they actually yeah. sunk it underwater as a submarine. Yes, which makes sense because you figure out in space it has to be airtight, <laughs> so it makes sense that it would be able to be also waterproof. Right. You know, you wouldn't have to worry about it. I don't know. I'm sure it was probably Kirk's idea, and everyone went. <laughs> Put it in the water? Sure, why not? <laughs> that was like nine minutes of just Star Trek-y goodness. Right. So I'm looking forward to it. So it comes out May 17th, 2013. Right. Week after my birthday, so now you know, I'll know what to get me. Tickets. <laughs> Have a whole line of people going, let's go see the movie. Yes. It'll be a big party. It'll be Sean's week after birthday party. Anybody who wants to come, come along. <laughs> then it fades out. Well, also, we also did see a preview before the nine minute of fifth Die Hard movie. Yes. Coming out on Valentine's Day, so take your loved ones. It's a great <laughs> Valentine's Day gift. You know what, though? It does kind of make sense because the guy goes, here's some flowers, here's some candy. And the girl really doesn't give the guy anything except maybe like, oh, look, I'm in lingerie, or maybe the once a year sex. Right. So if you want to get out of the once a year sex, ladies, take your guy to go see Die Hard. They <laughs> <laughs> go, look, you know. Uh, I love the ring, I love the flowers, I love the candy. My gift to you is two tickets to for a good day to die hard. <laughs> an hour and a half fast to get out of sex. Yes, or <laughs> mediocre sex. Uh, then uh, then was uh, the Man of Steel, which is the new Star- Superman movie coming out next year. Yes. I'm going to be honest, I'm not really impressed. I mean, I posted on the Geeksters Facebook page. It was the exact same trailer. Right. Still had that Christ-like motif. You know, he's in the underwater with his arms out. I'm going, here we go again. (laughs) I wonder, since, because anybody who's seen the trailer, he's got like a beard. Yes. I wonder if they're going to show you how he shaves. Yeah. I'm kind of curious. How how would he cut his hair? How does he cut his hair? Why does that hair look always so perfect? Never gets longer, never gets shorter, but he's got a beard. How does he shave that? You know, (laughs) kryptonite rock, you know? I don't know. Like a scraper? (laughs) Imagine it's got to be like a diamond or something like that. Maybe. Hopefully we'll find out. I hope it's not one of those. Because there's also looks like a point in the movie, too, where he's got stubble. Yes. And then the beard. Like the Moses beard. <laughs> <laughs> Let my people go. I am from Krypton. <laughs> Let my people go. <laughs> <laughs> it looked okay. Yeah. And I'm, I'll, I'll 
we'll be there. Yeah, we'll definitely see it and uh, get our critique on it when it comes out. I'm kind of looking forward to the Superman movie only because he's one of those characters that's you just see him and see him and you don't care. You know, like kind of thing. I care. You do? I, well, number one, I was never a Superman fan. Okay. I overgrown Boy Scout. You know, ooh, we're the best of everybody. Come on, people, let's all get along. <laughs> no. <laughs> and even though it was written by two Jewish guys, <laughs> there's still people made him almost like a godlike, Christ-like figure in a way. Right. You know, this being from another world that can do anything. No one can really stop him mm-hmm. unless you got a rock. Right. <laughs> a green glory <laughs> rock. <laughs> uh, it just uh, never really, never really had me going. I want to be Superman when I grow up because. Well, I, I like the morality tale behind it between versus good versus evil, and it's really easy to be evil, and it's really hard to be good and to stand up for what you believe in and, and being the, the – not really believe in, but like actually doing the right thing for the world. Yeah, but that was because he got, he got fed that by his you know, backwatered hillbilly parents. <laughs> they lived alone on a farm, and it was like, do good, son. Well, that's a good, that's a good tale. Yeah, not real. <laughs> I just, you know... I mean, well, that's the whole point. It's a fantasy. <sighs> yeah, but... I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm going to go see it, and maybe this time I'll throw a punch. Doesn't look like there's any <laughs> ultimate kids in it. You know? <laughs> he doesn't look emo. <laughs> well, hopefully they I mean, it looks like a real... Uh, another origin story. Yeah, it looks like they're going... They went, okay, that Superman returns. Forget about that. We're going to start from the beginning, and bam. Because you saw the clip of Russell Crowe, he plays Jor-El. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to see Kevin Costner, who's Jonathan Kent, which I think is good casting. I mean, right. he has that everyday man kind of look about him. Right. Diane Lane looks like she plays Martha Kent. Yes. And was it Rachel McAdams as Lois Lane? It looked like Rachel McAdams. I and mean, I like her. So, right. I mean, and the guy playing whoever the bad guy is, I don't know who it is. Again, I, want to, I like to be kept in the dark. Right. He's in Boardwalk Empire. He's the police officer. Okay. He was also, I've never seen the show, so. <laughs> I don't know why I go make TV show references on shows you won't see. Can I give me a list of shows you've watched? That'd be like five shows. Shows. That'd be it. Simpsons. Uh, no, Big I, don't watch Bang, Simpsons. I don't watch Simpsons anymore. Big Bang Theory. Family Guy. Family Guy. What else do you watch? American Dad. Okay. <laughs> the Cleveland Show. Robot Chicken. All right. So. Arrow. All right. Supernatural. Okay. Uh, Bones. And I think that's it. Wow. <laughs> then there's some other shows that I catch here and there. Like there's a nice show. It's called Toy Hunter on Travel Channel where they find old toys that we used to play with when we were kids. And he finds them and makes big money on it. But it's just neat to see those toys that you've forgotten about over time. You know, kind of thing. Just wow. It's just like the old, you know, G.I. Joe's, the old Star Wars figures, you know, and certain characters like I, I remember that character. I, I had that character when I was a kid, and it's just kind of cool to see that, you know. So, okay, so now people, if you ever wonder why I seem to do all the talking, it's because I have my pulse in the pop culture. He doesn't. <laughs> I live under a rock. <laughs> you do, <laughs> and it's a heavy rock. That's why it don't come out much. <laughs> you have to lift it up and go. And it's okay. Come on out. I don't wanna. Come on, no, it's okay. Hobbit movie. Oh, I don't wanna. I promise it'll be okay. <laughs> the light's too bright. <laughs> I'm scared of the dark. <laughs> Popcorn gives me gas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anyway, back to the theater. Mm-hmm. So lights fade, of course, fade into the whole Hobbit. Right. You know, which, I, okay, let, let's get down to the, med, the brass tacks of it. I thought it was mediocre at best. Mediocre. Mediocre at best. Okay. I'm kind of, I, I want to say mediocre, but I can't. Really? So you thought it was worse than mediocre? Correct. Okay, why did you think it was worse than mediocre? Um, Because they didn't show anything new. It was nothing new. I mean, they had beautiful landscapes through the movie, you know, kind of thing. But when they were going... I'm not going to try and spoil this in any way. Yeah, we're going to be spoiler-free people, so feel free to keep listening. Right. As you know, through the movies, there's a lot of walking. (laughs) Yes. So they do the beautiful wide-angle shot of the countryside in New Zealand as Middle-earth kind of thing, and it looks great, and they have the beautiful string music going over top of it, 
kind of thing and it's majestic and like wow but i was like i already sat through nine hours of that nine <laughs> hours plus probably if you think about the extended versions right yeah there was a lot of walking so i was tired watching them right so so when those ha- scenes happened i actually started to almost fall asleep it wasn't until like a loud noise from the next scene woke me up oh, it also, jolted me up also to keep in mind it wasn't like we saw a midnight show so it wasn't like oh it's 2 o'clock in the morning now we know why Ed's nodding off <laughs> this was we saw a 10.15 in the morning show I got a good night's sleep so that way we were prepared for this movie yeah we were all hopped well I'll be honest I wasn't overly excited to see it I mean I wanted to see it it was on my list of things to see mm-hmm. seeing it I was like I mean I got two more movies I gotta sit through <laughs> Oh man, this is gonna suck. <laughs> Plus the fact that they're—they sounds like they're gonna wing the third one. It's—I uh... I really hope not. Uh, okay, basically, uh, uh, let's like, get the meat of it. You think it was below mediocre? Mm. I thought it was just average. I mean, like if, to do your ten-point scale. Yes. Uh, I hate that ten-point scale. <laughs> I give it a solid six. A solid six. Maybe six and a half because. Again, visually beautiful. The action was action-oriented. Mm-hmm. But again, you did see it all before. It wasn't like you're blowing us away with any new technology. Granted, I understand that 24 frames per second. 48. 48. I'm, yes. I'm already half in it. <laughs> <laughs> Might be better at 24. <laughs> uh, you know, we didn't see it, so I can't say, oh, my God, it looked so beautiful. Ooh. But what we saw, the 3D was okay. Mm-hmm. Well, your standard 3D movie that you see nowadays. Nothing like do any throwing anything at you. Well, that's the thing. I mean, going back to the Star Trek, I mean, there was they were throwing the spears. Yeah, there was definitely, a, by the way, in the, there was an Indiana Jones feel to the... To the Chuck, start the play, Chuck! Start the play! <laughs> start the play, start the play! Because there, there were being... Uh, Kirk and Bones were being chased by the natives, and they were chucking spears at them. And a couple of them, I actually kind of went, whoa! I ducked. I, I was like, whoa! <laughs> so I was like, what the hell's great? <laughs> That's the kind of three day I want where I'm going, whoa, look out. Yeah. Whoa. Exactly. Whoa. <laughs> that was my Joey Lawrence Adams. Joey Lawrence, not the actress, the actor, Joey Lawrence. Whoa. <laughs> um But I, I guess I thought the three D was it was good. I mean it was solid. Okay, you know, you said a six? A six. Okay. I I, I if I had to my meter is kinda of like shaking a little between four point five and five. Okay. Leaning more towards the 4.5. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. They're trying to, in my opinion, trying too hard to link The Hobbit with the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Correct. I understand that it's a prequel, mm-hmm. but when Tolkien sat down, I don't think he had the idea of making The Hobbit part of the Lord of the Rings. I thought it was, he wrote The Hobbit, then he was thinking about his next books. I'll use that ring as a, and make a story about the ring that, Bilbo got off golf. Mm-hmm. No secret there because that was already kind of not a spoiler because you already know that happened from the trilogy. Yes. From the trilogy, so it, obviously there's that big scene between the two of them, how he gets through and all that kind of stuff, which is nice. It looked great. It was he kind of, as far as I'm concerned, he stole the movie. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, it was like that scene itself was like, all right, it was. That's what I was kind of hoping the rest of the two hours was about. <laughs> two and a half. That was only half. 15 minutes. You know, and of course it ended with the, you know, the cliff, obviously a kind of a cliffhanger. Because, right. you, know, you know, going in, you got two movies more coming up. It really, honestly, could have really just been two movies and a story. Right. I know you felt like it could have been one movie. Right. But I, I mean, well, especially the two hour and 45 minute playtime. I mean, it's just like you could have done the one book in that time frame. Right. And then the book's only 300 pages. Yeah. You know, the average movie script, though, is, is about 150. Right. So that's the reason why I'm. That's why I think that, you know, 120, 150 pages of a script is usually an hour and a half, maybe two hour movie. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. You know, split the book down the middle. You can get two movies out of it. I mean, you know, I mean, if, if, if it was this, this movie is a little bit more exciting then yeah, like two movies, definitely. Sure. I would have been like, you know, but since it's so, so to me, it was so lackluster, it just wasn't worth to me, it just it's felt worth like, seeing once. I'll, I'll give it that. It's worth because because you, if you're a fan of the of the trilogy of the the Lord of the Rings trilogy movies, you know, and you want to relive that kind of experience again, great. But the they is, don't bring nothing new to the table. The it's not is, like it's like I could have cut that up and threw it in the Lord of the Rings trilogy, made them longer. <laughs> God, <laughs> and well, that might be possible. <laughs> The new 24-hour version of The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh. Honey. 
Better bring a pillow. It's got to be a long one. So now I'm going to say you mentioned, oh, and I lost my thought. What, what you mentioned. Great. There. Oh, the oh. Swiss cheese memories so, get so contagious. Um, to me, it just kind of felt like stop trying to force the other three movies in. You know, try, stop trying to force these three into the Little Rings trilogy. Everybody knows that it's a part of a set. Mm-hmm. You didn't need like the, there are certain things in the books that were mentioned in the in the, that you saw in the Lord of the Rings trilogy, mm-hmm. like Aragorn's broken sword. You saw that as a right. visual representation. It was real quick. Right. Anybody who's read the book, there's the trolls, the the, the turn to stone. Right. That right. You saw in the Fellowship of the Ring when Frodo's running by them or hanging around them for some reason. I think they took a break right by them. Right. Right. So. There was those visual links, but there was actually a good like twenty minute, half hour scene of some people sitting around talking about something that's gonna I mean, basically talking about the Lord of the Rings. Right. And you just didn't need that because everyone knows. <laughs> it's not like someone's gonna go, Oh, maybe I should start with the Hobbit before I see the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Right. Because I think everybody at this point has seen the Lord of the Rings trilogy. If you were born in the last ten years. Right. It's just kinda like the special effects were great, obviously. Right. But you you've seen them. Like, right. To me, it just felt like, all right, I've seen this before. You could cut out a lot of the walking. Mm-hmm. There's also like that, I, think I call it the Looney Tunes aspect of every fight, mm-hmm. where it's 14 people. <laughs> you know, if you think about it, you've got the, the 13 dwarves, Bilbo, and Gandalf. Right. 15, actually, because it's, a 13, it's 13 dwarves, one halfling, and the oh, wizard. Oh, right, I'm sorry. Ooh, where's my math? <laughs> I would have rather have seen Dopey, Sleazy, Doc... Bashful. <laughs> I would rather see Snow White in the Seven Dwarves. Her Seven Dwarves than these guys. You have to was... double them up, though. You have to add extra characters, you know, like no, you Cracky, <laughs> hey, Snorty. No, my favorite would be the guy in the trench coat that just flashes. You must be sleazy. <laughs> Pervy, sleazy, barfy, farty. <laughs> but to me, it just felt like, like you didn't really connect with any of them because they were kind of dumped in your lap in one shot. Right. You know, and then you're off on an adventure. Right. Okay, well, if you're going to stretch this out to three movies, give me a little more backstory. Well, maybe they will do that in the two and three. That's why they're they so gotta long. Do, they got to do something because I, I don't know about you, but I walked out and went, oh, man, I got two more I got to do. I feel <laughs> obligated now. <laughs> it's like, our obligation. It's our yeah. duty because of the show. Uh, screw the show. <laughs> That's right. Screw you people. I just meant, like, even if we didn't do the show, I saw the first one. I'm now invested in the other two. It's like seeing the Star Wars prequels. Like after the Phantom Menace, I walked out and went, oh, Christ, there's two more. Oh, man, they better pick up. <laughs> See, that's the thing, though. I mean, granted, I'm not a big fan of the, the prequel shit, movies, but there was stuff that I could pull out of those prequels that I enjoyed that if I could like just cut those scenes out and watch them over and over again, I would. Okay. Just because they were impressive, like the whole pie racing scene in Phantom Menace. That was awesome. I sure. Mean, just especially when you're seeing the theater and like an IMAX experience, and those those engines are just roaring. Kind of <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but you know what? If you live in the city, you know, as soon as the Hell's Angels drive by, it's they all they're all Harleys. Yeah, but when you <laughs> see those cool jet engines that are hooked to this little thing that this guy's flying through over six feet above ground, you know, kind of thing at 600 miles an hour. I mean, it's like wow, it's impressive. Yeah, all right. I like the better one. It's called Top Gun. and we're back apparently we had a little bit of a phone issue anyone want to cop to that that's my bad I was sending it sweet Ted you (laughs) rascal you always getting us in trouble Uh okay Uh, good talk coach thanks (laughs) to me there was a Looney Tune aspect of it okay get back to the Hobbit right Um, you have this big action sequence and then these guys there's 15 of them as we've established. Right. And there's hordes of bad guys. I'm talking Han, Chewie, Leia, and Luke going against the entire Death Star. <laughs> the entire Imperial fleet. Exactly. Or, better yet, that scene where Han's shooting at the stormtroopers and he runs after them, right. and then he runs around the corner and there's all those stormtroopers standing at him. He's yeah. like, whoa! And then runs out. <laughs> yes. It, it felt like that. Right. Except for two hours of that. <laughs> where it was like, oh, we're just... Doo, 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 doo. Oh, no, hordes of bad guys. Run! <laughs> I, I just... You know, and then they run. Fight as they're running. And the next thing you know, womp, 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 womp. Boom. They luck-ass their way out of it. Right. 
to a point where it was even like even hanging off the edge of a cliff <laughs> on a tree. I was waiting for Bugs Bunny to yell with a microphone, "Get me out of this thing!" It was just kind of like really, oh man, like someone should have gotten off. <laughs> really? Come on! And again, I hate to say this. Gandalf has got to be the worst wizard in the history of wizards. Really? Yes. Why do you say that? What's his big tricks? Bright light. Fireworks. Fire, fireworks. And in this movie, uh, one spoiler, he lights something on fire <laughs> with his staff. No not, really, not really a trick. Not really a trick. I mean, I could do that every day and I'm a smoker. My Zippo letter does that. No magic missile. No lightning bolts. No, you know, no visibility cloak. Harry Potter is a better wizard than Gandalf. And he's a boy. Exactly. I mean, literally. I mean, and when the shit hits the fan, what's Gandalf's big move? Run! <laughs> literally. That's what he pulled out, out of his hat. It's like, come on. That's, yeah, that pretty much sums it up. I mean. <laughs> I just, I, you gotta be the world's worst wizard. We gotta send him a D&D book. I mean, how do Here's you, a magic book. How you, how you survive six movies is beyond any comprehension whatsoever. Were you just throwing hobbits at them left and right? Oh, no, there's bad guys. And I'll throw another hobbit at them. <laughs> and, then, and then when the, or when the shit really hits the fan, he leaves. Yeah. Uh, I'll be right back, guys. I'm having a hissy fit. I'll be right back. And then come back. Sure, they help Matt in the end, but he's that guy who shows up late at the party but brings all the beer. Like, just when you run out of beer, and all of a sudden, this guy, who's already three hours late to the party, comes in with more beer. He's the hero, yet he's three hours late to the party. <laughs> oh, dude, we love you. You brought more beer. <laughs> no one questions why you're late. That's, that's, that's the thing. You really question the guy who brings more beer when you're running out, and he's three hours late? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can always do a beer run. Do or get low on beer. I'll be right back. <laughs> We don't have to. This guy showed up just in the nick of time. Yeah, sorry. I just can't. I'm Gandalf. <sighs> He's better as Magneto. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> At least Magneto does something. Yeah. Comparatively to the Lord of the Rings, let's just you know, stick with that. Okay. I mean, because actually, I'll have to be honest with you. The last movie, The Return of the King, I thought was starting to get a little slow for me out of the three. Well, that's I mean, because the, the, what's the last one called? Uh, Return of the King? Yes. Has that, like, half hour of endings? Right, right. It was like, here's his ending. Okay, I'm getting ready to go. Wait, there's more? Oh, it's another ending. All right, I'm getting ready to go. One more ending? All right, let me go. Wait, they're going on the boat now? One more ending. No, no, they're back at the Shire? What the hell's going on? And how'd they get back there so fast? It took them three hours, to, you know, three movies to get to where they had to go. Now, all of a sudden... They're back. back. <laughs> right. You could have had this whole trip done inside a half hour. <laughs> I, it just that I think that's when like, at the end. I'm just like I was waiting for the Oscar band to start playing the music. Come on, get off the stage. <laughs> yeah. I think everybody here. <laughs> I think all the hobbits and all the dwarves. <laughs> no, no, I'm staying. I'm staying. Keep playing. Keep playing. So yeah, that, that I think that's the reason why at the end. So you, you kind of felt like oh, yeah. Oh. That was, a, that was a real journey, those three movies. Right. But walking, some sword fights. Plus, I think you, you had more humor and more better action, I thought. Right. Yeah, and it was, okay, granted, I understand the fellowship was only nine people. <laughs> but it wasn't like it was nine of them all alone. Yeah, okay, yeah, sure, Frodo and Sam were doing their thing. Right. But that everybody else was doing something else to try to distract from these two numbskulls trying to walk to a volcano. Well, you know what, though? Gandalf disappeared a lot in those three movies. Well, the first movie he got, you know, if you think about it, Sauron, Christopher Lee's character. Yes. Not Sauron, no. What was his name? Did Sam like was Sauron was the big bad guy. Right. And Saruman. Saruman. Right. Yes. He basically beats the crap out of Gandalf, again, because right. he's a bad wizard, and then knocks him <laughs> at the top of his tower. Right. And he's stuck there until he gets the big giant moth, or he talks to a moth and Flies away. Flies away. Then... A big eagle comes and saves him because he falls off the tower. Right. Last minute. Right, of course, because he sucks as a wizard. Can, <laughs> the, bird, the bird brought more beer. Yeah. <laughs> he was three and, hours late, but he brought more beer. And then, in the recall, then he... His big chance, he's fighting his big fire, you know, thing. I think it's a Balrog. Mm -hmm, the Balrog, yes. And goes, you shall not pass. Boom. Hits his staff so hard on the rock that it crumbles and he falls to his, de his death. 
<laughs> so again, you can't even do that right. And again, what was the trick? Big bright light. <laughs> Big giant flashlight. Boosh. Yeah, the bridge was probably going to go anyway. It exactly. was so old. <laughs> so you slam your staff into it. Big giant flashlight going there, hopefully blind about around going, oh, even though this guy's made of fire, so he has lights in his eyes his entire time. <laughs> so then he stands there, ooh, flashlights, ooh, ooh, flashlights, flashlights, oh, shit, it broke. Ah. Splash. Splash. <laughs> Actually, you, find out. you have to wait till the second movie to find that out. Yeah, and then next thing you know, he comes up, he comes back, and instead of being getting up the gray, he's now getting up the white. No, it's because I landed in the water and cleaned off all the gray. It was actually just dirt. <laughs> I got promoted for a clean uniform. Yeah. You know, it just was like, all right. So basically, he just watched everything. He took a trip. Oh, oh man, it's getting kind of dicey in this place. Um, I'll be right back. <laughs> Don't you guys go on without me. I'll catch up. What are you, guys, what are you doing? Uh, something. Something, yeah. Something. I got to go talk to somebody. My horse, fastest horse around. <laughs> Even his, fa- his horse was a better character than him. <laughs> I'm getting my horse and run really fast. I got a text. I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> I got to send a tweet. I have to update my Facebook status. <laughs> Facebook says, I'm walking. <laughs> walking to Mordor. <laughs> What's your post? I'm flying on an eagle. <laughs> oh, look, I got 15 likes. <laughs> do, you, do, I, do, you, do I friend Frodo or not? <laughs> hmm. oh, okay, sure, why not? <laughs> what are you doing? Walking the Mordor? Frodo bang is like this. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it kind of... Oh, bad wizard. I mean, you really think about it, he really sucks. Yeah. Obi-Wan was a better wizard. He was a Jedi. And he died in the first movie. He still at least had to be able to come back as a ghost. Ghost, right. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so... <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, now I'm stuck seeing two more movies. Awesome. So 2015, I'm invested. Into, like, okay, and the worst part... The 2015? Way, yeah, you figure every year. Well, 2013 and 2014. Yeah, but 2015 is when the big giant box set of all six movies are coming out. Because <laughs> that's the worst part about it is I don't like this movie. <laughs> I would see it once. But I'm such a DVD addict. I... It's me hitting the vein, folks. Give me that DVD with special features. I need my fix. I need my fix. I need my fix. So I'll be that dorky guy going, I didn't like this movie, but I got about a DVD. <laughs> Why? Because it might have a bonus feature of something. Why it's stuck. Yeah. Wait, you mean there's another half hour of that movie? <laughs> Hit me in the vein. All right, well, since we got the over the general, um, there's some specifics that we can talk about the characters, the, the actors who played the characters. Okay. And the, the first one I kind of want to bring up is um, the guy who played um, Bilbo Baggins, uh, Martin Freeman. Right. You know, and I thought he was the perfect actor for this movie because of his previous roles as Arthur Dent in The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, as you were saying in the British version of The Office. Yes. Uh, do you remember the character's name by any chance? He, he was... You had the secretary... I think the American version. You had the girl who plays the secretary and then the guy she winds up marrying. Mm-hmm. That was Freeman's role. Okay. Okay, except in the British version, which is only 12 episodes, including the holiday special. Mm-hmm. It, you know, a better character. Okay. He now, also, too, like, for more modern people, mm-hmm. those who have not jumped on the Sherlock Holmes bandwagon of the BBC version, mm-hmm. he plays Dr. Watson. Okay. So it's more of a serious role, but he's still damn good in it. Right. So, I mean, that's kind of where... But he also, i got to be honest, I thought it was good casting, too, because he kind of looks like a younger version of Ian Holm. Yes. Which is kind of weird. I mean, he you know, didn't like to put much makeup on. Mm-hmm. But I thought he, you know, obviously was a good choice because he's a good actor. Right. But there were that comical elements where he kind of, he does befuddled really good. Right. Really well. Right. And I, I think you've, you got that from the trailer. Like, if you, he's kind of befuddled. befuddled to sure, especially, you know, the whole line where Gollum says, if you, we play a game, and if you lose, we eat your whole. He just has that, that beat of, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right, you got a deal. <laughs> it's that, it's that per- he's got that good comic timing. Yes, yes. Now the other, the, to me, the big surprise, and it was a minor character for you, but to me, it was a big surprise. Was Sylvester McCoy, and who Sylvester McCoy is? His big claim to fame is 
he was a Doctor Who. And he was a Doctor Who? He was a Doctor Who. Well, there's, there's going to be 12. Oh, yeah. Right? You know, well, there's going to be more, but I mean, you say Doctor Who. What, what, well, what, what number was he? Well, I'm, I'm quickly looking him up. Yes, Ed, we decided to make Ed our fact checker. <laughs> he just needs nibble fingers. <laughs> I need a fancy computer. And you're going to come out with a, you know, a phrase like, he was a doctor. Which one? one. <laughs> he was after Tom Baker and the other I know you're like what? yeah well, Tom Baker I know who Tom Baker was I mean if you were a kid who grew up in this you know 80s who's ever watched PBS everyone knew who Tom Baker was he was the guy with the hat the long brown trench coat and the big ass scarf and I think he was probably the most popular you know right of the older with series the, what do you call it with the um, perm <laughs> yes, that's right the, the big, big perm the big perm and the jelly babies you want yeah. the jelly baby still cheap sets the true guy never could get into Doctor Who until David Tennant jumped on board. Actually, uh, before Tennant, I mean, I actually jumped on Doctor Who when um, Matt Smith became the 11th Doctor. Mm -hmm. But then I felt like it, it was just before Matt Smith's first episode, so I kind of watched the David Tennant final few episodes. Right. And I kind of got pulled into him as, as a doctor. So I went out and I bought this huge-ass box set called The Tennant Years, mm -hmm. which is a big, giant box set of all his Doctor Who stuff. Now he's the new popular doctor, I could say, because everybody who talks about the new series of Doctor Who. Well, it's Tom Baker. You know. Well, no, I'm talking about the new series. Like, if you, before the David Tennant and Matt Smith, and I think the first gentleman did the one season, those three, out of those, David Tennant's the most popular of the, of the new series on BBC. I think, I think because he had the biggest chunk. Yeah. Like, because um, Matt Smith, David Tennant was docked for four seasons mm -hmm. for a BBC version, which is only like. You know, maybe a hundred or so episodes total. Right. But then on the box set, they also did animated features, mm -hmm. which he voiced the voice of Doctor Who. So they had them on the box set. Mm -hmm. They had a couple of other, other little Doctor Who stuff that he did over over in England that never made it to America. Mm -hmm. Like I was kind of like, ooh, animated shows. Right. So I was like, all right, that's cool. Fortunately, I can't get the number. I have to. Well, of course you can. <laughs> <laughs> I say he's number eight, but. I, I, you know what? I'm just going to take your word for it because I jumped on at number 10. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I went back to number 9 to kind of... Get the backstory a little bit more. Yeah, because it did start off... There was a couple of references in the first David Tennant season that referred back to the other season mm -hmm. because he was still with the same companion, the hot blonde, whatever right. her name was. I'm sure right now everybody who's a fan of Doctor Who's going, it was her! <laughs> okay, so you got that guy. Right. I, I, you know, I'll be honest. I mean, I, he played... The Brown Wizard? Yes. Which, you know, I can don't remember him being much of a character in the book. No, no. You know, so, I don't, I, again, I don't know if it's them trying to shoehorn in the original trilogy. Mm hmm Because the Brown Wizard came across something that kind of links the, to the movies. Right. Like, they're, they're really trying to paint this undertone of impending doom that we all know is coming. Mm hmm But yet, we really don't care. Like, right. You know, if I cared, I mean... I see it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not like not like with Star Wars, where this was supposed to be. You had Star Wars, and you had the the baddest bad guy of all, right. Vader. And then it's not like okay, we're going to take Vader and give you his origin story. This is you know, which is the first three movies, right? You have Phantom Menace, Clone Wars, and Revenge of the Sith. Correct. It just kind of felt like okay, you do that prequel because you're focusing on one character. This movie, yeah, I know you're focusing on Bilbo Baggins, a story that gets handed off to Frodo in Lord of the Rings, mm -hmm. but you don't need to shoehorn in stuff that doesn't involve Bilbo. Okay, that's kind of how I felt. Like I don't need to if it's Bilbo telling writing all this this stuff down. Mm -hmm. Why are you having a scene with Gandalf and other people that Bilbo is not even involved in? Okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, like this is supposed to be, like, you know, Bilbo sitting at the book, writing it all down. Mm -hmm. So he wouldn't have any knowledge of that. Why are you giving me that knowledge? Right, right. It's like he's a pro well. That's the thing, though. You're, you, you're talking. It's your uh, the wizards through history are like kind of like prophets in a way. I mean, they kind of kind believe it or not can time travel. And that's what I always thought Gandalf was always doing when he left. He was time traveling and seeing how things turned out or <laughs> going back and figuring out something, you know, kind of thing. I know you're like, yeah, laughing. But I know through through geek culture history type of thing, they always portray the wizard as kind of like a like a prophet and like a like a seer of the future or they can time travel. But they don't talk about it much because it's something so You know why they don't talk about it? Because they don't do it. Geek culture, they give me one iota of an instance. 
where a wizard in Dungeons and Dragons versus any other wizard you saw him go and say, I'm from the time, travel through time, only works with Doctor Who. I, I, I just don't, but that to me is, is that is a, um, I don't, don't want to say cop out because that's not actually true, but it's kind of like, uh, I'm going to fill in the holes of logic. Well, it's, yeah, but I mean, it's just like, you know, I watch the History Channel and they talk about wizards, you know, because they, they want to try and be some kind of fact of it. Because, you know, you get to a point where you live these fantasies and just come up in people's heads and they create these stories. Sure. And then they, other people kind of inspired between these stories and it grows kind of thing. But it's just like at one point, you know, when Robin Hood, the Ledger of Robin Hood, they all, they want to, you know, it was an actual fact. And there was some kind of evidence. It wasn't. You know, sustainable proof. Like, yes, Robin Hood did really exist. Right. It wasn't a story like somebody made up. But the thing is, is it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like how the greatness of it is. Like how he steal from the rich and gave to the poor kind of thing. Well, you know? I, I don't care about that. I'm talking about, okay, yes, granted, when you think Robin Hood. But then you you have... Um, where who, he didn't have a wizard. I think you're talking about Camelot. Camelot and King Arthur. King Arthur with, with Marlin. Right. But to me, a wizard, first of all, is supposed to be super intelligent. Right. But all he did was use science to do his tricks. Yes. There was, so there was no time travel, ooh, no window into the future, because there's no science. Are you saying that they were so advanced scientifically that they could travel through time? Well, that's the theory. I'm not seeing it's. I'm not seeing theory. I've never once saw or read that History Channel. Really? Yes. When did they go from the Hit, being the Hitler Channel to the being the Wizard Channel? Uh. Uh, I just think that that's some guy's I, theory because to get on TV, wizards are time travelers. Doctor Who. I prefer Merlin. Thank you. <laughs> I just, I just. I just remember seeing it somewhere. I've been, you know, such a long time. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you must have dreamt it. Maybe I did. <laughs> you know, one of those. You saw too much Doctor Who. <laughs> And the Hitler Channel. I mean, no, I'm sorry, the History Channel was on. <laughs> Wizards, time travel, World War Two, uh, Camelot. Why? <laughs> All right, you got me. <laughs> you got me. It was a it was a boozed infested dream. <laughs> Bad sushi and an all night marathon of World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just still going back to my original theory. Gandalf sucks as a wizard. Okay, Ian McKellen, awesome guy, great guy, perfect in everything he's I've ever seen him in. I, actually, his first movie, the movie I saw him in first, really was um, God, Gods and Monsters, mm-hmm. where he plays um, the director of Frankenstein. Okay, and Brandon um, Brandon Fraser was in the movie too and he kind of plays like his best friend and it's like an openly he's like an openly gay character in McKellen of course he is in, in real life as well right but it was really a really really good movie I think you won an Oscar for that you might have won an Oscar for I'll take your word for it <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to question me like I questioned your time traveling wizard bit because I know I'll know I'll screw it up <laughs> I'll be like are you sure because of this blah 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 I got nothing it's like, you know, I feel like... And, and then you could probably weasel your way out of it and, and make me believe you have that ability, that mental ability. <laughs> yeah, Sean is right. <laughs> Always. Never forget that. Forget what? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the trilogy itself is good. I mean, I, I love the trilogy. Right. I guess because there's relatable character. Not, I'm not relatable. It's not like I'm running through the street going... <laughs> Die, orc scum! <laughs> or just standing over the toilet dropping rings into it. <laughs> it just meant like there was comedy aspects. And you know, just... you know, it's not their twenties. We were just on the toilet with the with a bunch of rings. <laughs> yeah, you know, oh, bleak flush. <laughs> I have defeated Sauron. <laughs> One ring to rule them all. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I enjoyed the characters, I enjoyed the action, I enjoyed some of the comedy. Mm-hmm. The special effects, obviously, were beautiful. You, you never saw, like, New Zealand, I mean, I knew New Zealand existed, mm-hmm. but this was really kind of like a, a love letter to New Zealand, right. in a way, because right. it really showed the countryside beautifully. I saw that for nine hours. <laughs> I don't need to see it again. Another nine hours. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just think the first three I thought were perfect. I mean, I think The Hobbit really should have been two movies. I, you know, maybe they're 
hopefully maybe it'll change their mind if a lot of people aren't liking the first movie. one right I think that someone's going to go, we're not making enough money, or we'll make our money back, but it's not, ooh, a phenomenon. Right. Yeah, you know, but I just think Hollywood's having this, this this really piss poor habit of taking a book and trying to be, I mean, I, blame, I almost blame Harry Potter, mm-hmm. almost, because Harry Potter were good interpretations of the books, almost too good. Right. So I think now everyone's trying to, like, and because of the seventh book was split into two movies, which was never really done before. Right. But that book was so big and so massive and a lot to take in that it made sense. No one questioned it being two movies. It wasn't like, oh, you're just doing it to milk more money out of it. Mm-hmm. It felt like, even when I said, I'm making two movies, okay, it made sense. Makes sense. Right. I thought part one was a little slow and draggy. Right. I thought but, it was a little dull, yeah. But you kind of had to get through all that to get to the kick ass final one. Right. You know, that kind of... It's so, just a huge setup. That's what right. I thought it was. And that's and I'm perfectly okay with that, you know? Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I'm already going in going, okay, I know this is a setup for the big-ass final battle. Boom, makes sense. Right. But to do it with Twilight, which yeah. I'm not a fan of to start off with, <laughs> to me, it just felt like, okay, you're taking out, taking advantage of tweens. Right. You're, you're going to suck another, another 12 bucks out of them, mm-hmm. if not more, to give them another hour and a half of basically an abusive relationship. And then they rewrite the ending anyway. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, I can see people being pissed at that. Right. This one, when I first heard it was be two movies, makes sense. It's not that big of a book, but sure, two movies to get all that information in. Mm-hmm. To stretch it out. Then him going out saying, oh, we're going to make, there's so much information, we're going to make it three movies. Really? <laughs> I'm like, uh, Well, if anything, I hope they finish it. That's the thing. I mean, I hope this doesn't really bomb badly where they don't finish the series. Because I, 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 I want to see how it ends. I mean, I want to see how they do it. Read the yeah. book. <laughs> yeah, but I want to see on the screen. I, I can tell you right now, Bilbo Baggins lives. No. Yeah, he does. He lives to the end of the, th- the three of them. Really? How yeah. old does he end up being? Um, I think he hundred and eleventh. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's big spoiler, people. Bilbo Baggins survives all three movies. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> so is Gandalf. No the way. World's, the world's worst wizard. <laughs> Middle Earth's worst wizard of all time. He even speaks it through these three movies. <laughs> how do you know? <laughs> I don't know how he did it. <laughs> I may have according to you, he time traveled. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it was just blind luck. <laughs> every time the sh- every time shit was going down, he excused himself. <laughs> I gotta pee. I'll be right back. <laughs> Here, take this ring and start walking that way. I'm going to go this way on the fastest horse ever. And if he's too slow, I'm hopping on an eagle after I give a board to him off. Go. But you keep going that way. I bet you I'll catch up to you somehow. Yeah. See that big, bright eye that seems to be looking at everybody? Go right to him. I'll That's... be over here. I'm way behind you. I mean, I'm right behind yeah, you. Just, you're, doing, you're doing fine. Keep going. Back a little further. Keep going. Keep going. No, it's okay. Now? Keep Here? Keep going. Here? Keep going. Here? No, no. Okay, turn around. Am I too far? See those rocks? What rocks? The rocks right behind you. Oh, there. Yeah, climb them. That's a lot of rocks. I know, but you have to. Are you sure? I'm sure. Can I get an eagle? No. Oh, man. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of basically the three movies all wrapped up. <laughs> yeah, so two movies. Two more movies. And he'll probably be doing the same bit, too. Um, oh, orcs. Um, uh, yeah. Um, oh, what was that? Uh, I'll go check it out, guys. Well, you, you know, though, remembering the, the books and the, and the TV movies that they made, there was another character, an evil character. Well, it's not really a character. It's a, a, a the giant spiders. Oh, right. You know, type of thing where there's a point where um, Bilbo Baggins gets kind of caught and he, he used Sting to free himself. Kind of Isn't thing. that what Frodo did in the third movie? Swiss cheese memory. There you go. Wow. That's two. First was the Django Fett Boba Fett. Now it's the Bilbo Frodo Baggins. He had one earlier in this show, too. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Wow. I made a trilogy out of it. <laughs> sure, why not? It seems to be the popular thing. Why don't you take that last mistake and split into two mistakes so you can milk it for a third for a second movie? Part one and part two. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Shit hit in the van. Where's Gandalf? Nowhere to be found. His big advice? Run. All the movies. Wow. 
It's just hitting me. It's just hitting me now. He sucks as a wizard. <laughs> and the thing is, is that they didn't use. Um, I don't think they used all the characters because I mean, I'm trying to think. Wasn't there humans in the in the Hobbit? That might be later on in the story because you do have the story of them getting to where they have to go, mm-hmm. and then the whole them escaping, and then the dragon chasing after them. Right. And then I think that's when they start building the army to fight somebody. The Shadow King. Is that who it is? Yeah. All right. So you got to have three movies of all that. Right. You know. Right. Which I still think you could have squeezed in two, but <laughs> you can squeeze it in two and do like two extended cuts when it comes out on DVD. Because again, I'm going to be that guy that's going to go, I'll get them all on DVD when they come out. And then when all three are out... I'll get the big-ass box set, which comes with The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. as one big, giant-ass box set that'll probably come out in 2017 or 2018. When, they, when, they're, when they're a regular DVD, see the Blu-ray sales start to, to dip down. Yeah. Quick, pull up the next set. Pull up the next set. Oh, well, we have uh, two minutes extra we can throw in the film of Bilbo Farting. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, the fans will love that. We've, we'll, we'll put an extra bonus disc, a yeah. behind-the-scenes stuff you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or better yet, we'll have the music video of Leonard Nimoy singing Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> singing the Ballad of Bilbo Baggins. That doesn't even sound like Leonard anymore. Oh. I, have the, I have the video of him singing as, you know, well, so. You have to put that up on our Facebook page and our uh, our webpage. Yes, I will. Because it's a very funny video because it's very kind of hippie because it's a bunch of midgets. <laughs> I'm sorry, hobbits. That's going to be a new PC word. Midgets are insulting. I'll call you a hobbit. hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> They're lovable. Let me see your feet. They got to be hairy, right? <laughs> uh, better call me Ewoks <laughs> yeah it's true <laughs> funny you're not half the man I thought you were though as far as half mango Peter Dinklage from Game of Thrones mm-hmm. baddest mother ever in this side of the Shire <laughs> this side of the Shire he kicks ass takes names sleeps with whores drinks anything given to him my kind of guy this is a badass. If you're not watching Game of Thrones, you should be watching it. If you're the Lord of the Rings fan, you should be watching Game of Thrones. Eh, not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're a fan of ass-kicking midgets, <laughs> Game of Thrones is your thing. If you like ass-kicking midgets. <sighs> or to see Elf. Um, yeah, but you know what? Peter Dinklage got an Emmy behind him. There you go. So, you can't go wrong. <laughs> and people might know him as an elf. He was the boss. You're an angry elf. <laughs> that's, you know, that's Peter Dinker. <laughs> I love that guy. You're an angry elf. <laughs> I know Santa. <laughs> oh, we'll so stay tuned for a future episode where we discuss our, holi- our holiday special. Yes. Where we'll probably do a week and a year roundup. Year, year end review and uh, also our holiday special movies. Yeah, that sounds like fun. But yeah. that's then. This is now we're talking about the crappy movie called The Hobbit, The Unexpected Journey. You know what was unexpected? <laughs> How bad that movie was. <laughs> so what, from mediocre to crappy? <laughs> to me, a mediocre movie is a bad movie. Because oh. you go in, you kind of figure out like you want to, you want to be transported into another world. Yeah. And did was, you feel like you were transported in another world? I actually felt like I was transported in the same world, so that's kind of what I wanted to do. It right. wasn't like a whole new adventure. I just didn't need to see something. Like I live in America, and I've been from one state to another, you know. But eventually, they all start looking the same. So that's kind of what I feel like Middle Earth was starting to become. It was like I was taking a trip from Pennsylvania down to Florida, and it's oh, there's trees. Oh, there's a mountain. Flat Road Bear Deer Bear? Yeah 
<laughs> There's no bears in Florida. On the way down, there might be. Sure. You got zoos on the way down. You can stop at a zoo. You go in and you eat bear. Do you see? You see how I can't disprove anything you say? There's there zoos. Got you right there. Bam. You know, alligator. I mean, you know, it's kind of like, it's what I feel like Middle Earth has become. It's kind of like a, uh, just a backdrop for a bigger story because I've already seen the, the, the vastness of it. Here you go. Here you go. Here's the perfect analogy. You ready? Yes. It's like playing D&D on a Sunday night for six months and you're playing the same campaign over again. <laughs> yeah, but the problem is, though, those were fun because even though it was the same campaign, you technically only did like 10 minutes worth of the adventure because you were too busy arguing with your friends. <laughs> no, you can't do that. What do you mean I can't do that? you got to roll the dice. I want to do this. you got to roll. That's it. Gandalf has the shittiest... <laughs> dice rolls in the in, I think of all in D&D roll for initiative run <laughs> I got a one <sighs> oh, oh, oh. I suck as a wizard <laughs> somebody walks up just grabs his staff <laughs> snaps it over their knee go home <laughs> okay take your bed sheet cloak and go home Take that filthy cloak and wash it. <laughs> you know that thing used to be white at one time? No, you're too busy traipsing around. I don't know how you get so dirty. It's not like you're getting any action. You look like a bum. <laughs> He's still getting dirty from running away. <laughs> yeah, run away. Run away. But look, I can do with two magnets. Oh, very funny. Get out. <laughs> Witch! Witch! Burn at the stake! Witch! He can't even qualify as a witch. That's how bad he is as a wizard. Parlor tricks. That's all he ever did. Gandalf the Great, my ass. <laughs> oh, so, so uh, I think that should wrap up the Hobbit in review. Out of, a, out of Ed's famous 1 to 10 scale, I'll give it a 6. 4.5. Really? Yeah. Nothing I could talk you into even bump it up to a five? Mm, nope. Wow. Nope, nope. You're a stickler. Yeah. <laughs> I just think, folks, I'm the nice one. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, again, just because we're, we're still basically two morons in a basement right. giving us opinions. So I, highly, I do recommend, though, don't let us persuade you or dissuade you from doing going to the movie. I... Go to the movie, see it for yourself. If you agree or disagree, let us know. Yeah. I mean, maybe we're not seeing something that you see, right. or maybe you agree. Again, this is a people show where right. feel free to express your opinion, something you want to hear about, something you want to see, or something you want us to see and have an opinion on. Mm-hmm. Just feel free to contact us. You know, you know the site. It's on Facebook. It's Geeksters. Our webpage is wordswithgeeks.com. We're still trying to work to get at geeksters.com, but <laughs> that might take a while. But until then, I mean, you can contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com or myself, Sean, at wordswithgeeks.com or just in general at geeksters at wordswithgeeks.com. Or, you know, post on our um, post on our page. We have the message boards. Maybe we can get some activity. Right, and we can, we'll definitely respond. We definitely respond. We have nothing to do except watch crappy movies. <laughs> okay, mediocre movies. So, you know, feel free to contact us. Contact us. We're very friendly, somewhat. I'll have an answer. Might not be the answer you like, but at least I have one. I'm not... I'll give you a nice answer. Ed's middle of the road guy. He wants to make everybody happy. <laughs> we were talking about it on the way home, and he was like, oh, I got to think about something to say nice about the movie. I'm like, you don't have to. If you don't like it. You, I'm like, you just don't want to piss anybody off. You're right. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> See? That's exactly how it went down. That's exactly how it went down. Why? Because he's just, oh, okay, sure, as long as everyone's happy. <laughs> but again... It's wordswithgeeks.com. I am Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. He is Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or like us on our Facebook page at Geeksters. I think we'll call that a night, and we'll see you next week.